Good evening. Welcome to your latest edition of This Is Ibrox, your flagship podcast. With me tonight, I have Jug and Gavin. How you doing, gents? It's good. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, nice, comfortable job done, victory. So that's always nice to talk about. Um, okay, so going through this tonight, we're going to have a look at the Annan game. We're going to talk about a couple of players from that game, and then we're going to have a look ahead to the Dortmund game midweek. So, first up, um, I've seen a little bit of complaints, actually, on the old social media about um, basically, you know, we'd been fine first half, but we're rubbish second half. What, what's your thoughts on that, Shug? Yeah, I think it's kind of sort of to be expected. It was not the greatest night for playing football, job was done. And I think at that point we made it quite up well us five substitutes in the second half and things like that. So yeah. I don't I don't have any complaints. They went out and finished on and off and that's all I could ask for. No injuries. That's it. And are you the same yourself, Gavin? No complaints? Yeah, no complaints. But it was still the work rate was there and the guys that came on worked hard obviously the young boys came on. Um and it was it wasn't like we just stopped playing. Again, it was the conditions yeah. were horrendous, and they were still grafting. They still trying to create chances. They're still trying to make stuff happen. So, um, no, no complaints for me in terms of the the application in the second half. Anyway, it's always nice to get a few more goals, but you're three now. So, I think say that's it for me. You know, we're three up, and as you say, it's horrendous conditions. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, it'd have been lovely to govern ten nil, but. We're in the next draw. That's that's all that matters for me. Um, looking at the players, then um, we'll probably start off with yourself, Gavin. Um, your man at right back. I know you're quite keen on him. What 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 do you sort of think about his first performance in the colours? It's it's one of those ones where you have to say, yeah, it's it's only Annan. That sort of <laughs> that, that cliche, but it doesn't matter who you're playing against if you've got a good touch and again a good attitude and showed some nice touches in the final third in terms of sort of beating players and the fact that he was willing on his debut to actually try a few things mm-hmm. um, like 1v1 um, putting a good few crosses as well which was noticed and he, he just looks to have a lot of decent attributes in terms of going forward we've obviously not seen what he's capable of defensively yet because he, he wasn't really putting on any pressure but he looks rapid and um, he's actually he's bigger than I thought he was, like physically bigger. Mm. And I thought, I thought yeah. he was a bit going to be leaner, but he's actually quite a big lad. So it's always good when you've got a, a full back that's sort of over six foot and as athletic as, as that, because it's it just makes it easier when you're sort of getting up and down. Him and, and Barsi, yeah. Yeah even, at, yeah, even at set pieces, if you've got Barsi ah. and Skowski as your two full backs, then straight away, like at both ends, it's a, a handy thing to have anyway. What did you make of him, Shug, again? Obviously, as Gavin said, there's the obvious caveat of the opposition, but were you happy enough with what you saw there? Yeah, I'm excited by him. I think he showed quite a bit of potential. He's obviously going to be Tav's understudy, but from what he showed, I don't think we'd have any fear of putting him in if need be, yeah. if Tav were to get injured, so... Yeah, no, I think we've maybe we've maybe did a good deal in selling Parson for the numbers we got and getting this guy in for half a million, I think it is. So 
Could yeah, and I think I think they've talked about that, haven't they? That that's kind of the model going forward. Obviously, Patterson came through the academy, but even then, we've gone out and we've bought someone on the cheap, and yeah, you know, one game in, it's a bit early to make judgment, but he didn't look out of place in the team. So, you know, I, I would call that a successful job on many a front, as you say, Shug. Um, okay, uh, in the proverbial uh, sandwich, as it's called. Scott Wright, what what did you make of that one, Chuck? Yeah, there's there's something there. There is something, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be applied as often as we'd like. Again, it's Annan and things like that, but I don't know. Surely Annan's where you'd expect him at Basel for, no? Yeah, it's... I don't, he can't say he's not had chances. He's had mm-hmm. chance after chance. I think he's, if anything, he's an impact player from the bench. I don't think he's a, somebody that we can rely on to start games. He, a backup player and an impact sub, I think, is probably what he's going to go down as. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm probably going to upset half the people that actually watch this here, but... Um... I would venture as far, Gavin, as to say that he's almost in danger of becoming the next Barry McGuy. You see something every so often, but then, you know, you go games and games in between where you just don't see it. What were your thoughts on him? Yeah, he flatters to deceive a wee bit. He's, he's, I think because he's, uh, he's neat and tidy on the ball and, again, his work rate's great. Uh, mm-hmm. out possession and stuff like that, but even things like like his stats, like expected goals, all that sort of stuff. And is after a while, if he's continuously not get, taking the chances that he should be taking, when he's had a runner games, it's then a case. Well, maybe that's actually his level that you'll you'll score yeah. one goal when you should score four, or yeah. and you'll not take chances that you should should take more often than not. And it's I think he's a good player, but I don't think if he played. 40, 50 games for us, you'd get 10, 12 goals or 10, 12 assists. I just, I, I don't think he's that sort of player. I think he's, as Shug said, I think he's an impact player. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. I just don't think he's, you could rely on him to start week in, week out. Compare him to Sakala, on the other hand, that he, he isn't neat and tidy, but he causes problems and he has, yeah. he, there's usually an end, end product or something. Plus, plus, he's the best finisher in the Scottish League after that goal, is he, Nick? Men or cross. Oh, I think it's quite clear it was a, a shank. I know. I had to laugh. You know what? I don't know what else you can do. I mean, that 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 would be up there. You know, top of the EPL if it was meant. But yeah, it was. It was a nice wee finish for him. He he obviously enjoyed it. I think the bench quite enjoyed it as well. He cut to Roy McGuire basically ending himself. So I that was an interesting one. Um, next up then, I'll stick with you, Gavin. Aaron Ramsey, got 60 minutes under the belt. What did you think of that? He's the same. It's like when you look at, like my son will watch like YouTube videos and you see his highlight reel. And again, we've almost seen sort of the few games that he's played, like little highlights of what he can yeah. do in terms of how he links up with players, his, his movement, the, the goal he scored that was offside. That's that's textbook, Aaron Ramsey. But some finish, right? Yeah. Huh? That's... That's him, that's him in a nutshell. Basically, he'll be involved in the build-up and then he, he finds a space between defenders. So that's kind of what we're, again, when he gets a wee bit sharper again, 
what we're looking for. But again, I can't fault his attitude. That can you could easily came as mm. a bit big time and playing down at, at Galabank. Especially at Galabank. Yeah. And you could forgive him for saying, oh, my hammy's a wee bit tight today, but no, straight yeah. in it and yeah. no messing about and played with a smile on his face as well and just showed he's a top-class professional. Do you know what? I think you mentioned it a couple of times there and I think it is worth pointing out. Actually, like, yes, we did slow down in the second half and yes, you know, like I said, I don't think Scott Wright did an awful lot with his opportunity, but... To a man, I don't think you can fault their attitude to the game. You know, they all went in there, they all put in a shift, they all tried, as did the subs when they came on. So, I mean, that's a definite positive for me, um, especially when you see some of the drop-in standards. Perhaps we had that we run at three, four games. So to see him taking a game like that, that seriously, is an absolute boost for me. Um, just very quickly then, on the young lads, um, what did you make uh, McCann and Lowry when they came on the show? Because I quite liked them. I thought they looked good. Yeah, I think we've seen a wee bit of Lowry already and the potentials there. And then McCann came in and he showed that if he need, if he's needed, then he can do a job. Leon King as well looked pretty assured at centre half when he came on as well. So I don't know what the what the next step is. For these guys, because it's it's probably too much yeah. to get straight into the first team. I know that Leon King's training with the first team squad regularly yeah. now, but I wouldn't. I, I'm I'm old fashioned. I'd like to see them go and play a season somewhere and mm-hmm. get a lot of games under their belt at a good level. Then I don't think Rangers is a club where many breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah, it is a tough one because I think they're clearly no disrespect to the sort of cold teams in the Lowland League, but they're clearly a cut above that sort of level. Um, as you say, you know, maybe for a few minutes is one thing, but they're probably not going to be starting games in the league, especially given the closeness of the title race. Gavin, I know you wrote an article on it, but What's your thoughts? I think you talked about them maybe jumping the queue a wee bit, didn't you? Yeah, see, like, uh, next season, even before, it's Leon King, I think I'm a great believer in the sort of kids or sort of younger players when they play for, for Rangers that you can tell pretty quickly the sort of mentality side of things. And when you look at King, uh, McCann and Lowry, it's the play with their, their head up, chest out. And it was, again, it's, it wasn't for a big period, but you look at, King, for example, next to Simpson, King looks so much more confident than Simpson when he's when he's playing. It's, and it and it's it's a strange thing to sort of describe. But like the next season for me, I'm I'm slightly different with sort of used development. I think if, if players are are good enough and talented enough, they gain more from being around the first team and playing, even if it's odd ten minutes here here and there. Um, uh-huh. A lot of our best youngsters have historically not going out on loan when you look at the best I mean goalkeeper slightly different than McGregor but a lot of our best young players from the last certainly my lifetime didn't go out on loan they we saw them a little bit at the end of a season and then the next season they play a little bit more and then they get more game time after that and for me next season say we get rid of Simpson say Davis retires there's King McCann 
ready to fill or replace those minutes and, and to sort of go up the queue. And Lowry's already shown that he can sort of handle being in around the first team. And Hadji's not going to be back, probably fully fit. Um, if he's missing pre-season, then he's, he's not going to be fit to play games probably till like Christmas time in all reality. Um, so Lowry can easily take his minutes up until then. So I think he'll be... And Gio's got history of playing these guys, so... Uh, uh, it's an interesting one either way. Um, you know, as as fans, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but there's nothing better than seeing, you know, a youngster coming through your academy in the first team. And let's face it, even if we only get a couple of seasons out of these guys and then they go like Patterson did, yeah. that, that is the future for us, isn't it? So... You know, definitely pluses there. I think that's one of the reasons we've got Dave Voss in as an assistant, is that he's mm-hmm. worked. Yeah, he's some pedigree, Yeah, he specifically worked like that at Ajax, so he'll he'll know what the best path and path and the best route for these players are. Yeah, and that's it. Do I don't think if they are good enough, I don't think they'll be afraid to throw them in. But tight title races are probably. Yeah, this is it. This is it. You you have to think, unless the game's comfortably in bed, they're not going to risk it. And you know what? That's probably right as well, because you don't want to throw these guys in as the big hope. And then if they fail, you know, it damages their career. And I know it shouldn't, but let's be honest, it probably would. So I think you do have to be careful in that sense with them. Looking on to the um, Thursday game then, it's a bit of a strange one because normally you can look at the game before and get some idea of how it's going to pan out, but I don't think you can take an awful lot going from Annan to Dortmund somehow. So what's, um, what's your likely thoughts on, well, I think, let's get the obvious one out of the way. I'm assuming we all expect McGregor to start again um, for Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's he had a a couple of moments, but he's he'll be he's still Rockers first choice, and he said that as well. Yeah, and he's still. I think McLaughlin does a lot of some not a lot, but some things better than McGregor. I think it's maybe slightly better his distribution and commands in his box, but um, as a shot stopper, which I suspect we're going to need against Dortmund, I think McGregor's still ahead of him in that sense. Um, looking at the back line, then I think for me, you're probably going to see Tav, um, Goldston. I just don't know about Hollander. I think it might be too soon for him. Um, so quickly after the Annan game, but it's an outside chance. Um, it also brings the interesting debate with Balogun being out. You know, we, your options are Hollander or uh, Bassi then that means you're playing Barisic and I don't think his form's up for it at the minute. So I think we might see Tav, Goldson, Hollander and Bassey. What do you reckon, Gavin? Yeah, I think the thing with centre-half is that because of the injury he's had, the operation he's had, it's if it's not reacted the next day or 48 hours later, then he'll start because it's okay. he's not doing 10, 12 kilometres. It's basically yeah, making sure that his, his movement's okay, he's not had any reaction to it. I mean, he had a pretty comfortable night, so it's not like he was... I mean, the weather conditions in the pitch aside, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If he's not had any reaction, there'll be, there'll be no reason why he won't start, because, again, it's not like he's going. He's a box-to-box midfielder or a full-back that needs that sort of that level of fitness. As a centre-half, you can kind of get away with it, 
without playing as many games. He's quite more, switched on as well, isn't he? Yeah, it's more about your timing and your positioning. Uh, that's where centre-halves need games. But when a centre-half comes back from injury, you don't bring them on for the last 10 minutes or 20 minutes of games. No, no. Anyway, they, they either start or play their 60 minutes and then get taken off. It's, it, yeah. don't really, it's not that sort of position. Agreed. So I, I'd, I'd go the same. I think it'll be uh, Tav Goldson, uh, Hollander and Passy. What about yourself, Chuck? Yeah, full house on that. Uh, Scalf says there's not, Highlander's not exactly renowned for his quick movement and <laughs> sharp turning. Uh, so Aye. I don't think we need to worry about him pulling up with hamstrings and things like that uh, from too much pressure on it. And I thought the 60 minutes he was on, he looked like he hadn't been away. Aye. I didn't watch sure. the game and think, oh, he's kind of oh, he's a bit slow there. Been training for a long time, though, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Manjo saying that in the press. He's actually been fully training for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. So they were obviously just waiting and just making sure that he wasn't going to set back. So like I said, it's not like he's only been training for a few sessions and then he's getting chucked in. So And he is, I mean, arguably he's the best centre back of the club. So you don't want to take that chance. I'd rather take a couple of weeks getting back properly than you know, push him too early and then suddenly he's out for another month or something daft. So yeah, um, terms of being a top, he's a top marksman these days. <laughs> well, yeah, go for every But when we go and set pieces and things like that, score against like earlier on the season and things like that. So I think he's he's more of a threat from set pieces than perhaps Balogun or Barsi if they were playing centre half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I don't think either of them's particularly. Proficient in scoring, whereas, yeah, he seems to have found the knack. Um, looking at the midfield, then, I'm going to guess we're going to go the two. And who do you think they'll be, Shug? I'm hoping Ryan Jack. But because there was no sight of him at the weekend, I've got a feeling it'll be Lindstrom and Kamara. Remember the two? Yeah. So. Gavin? Yeah, I think it'll be the same. I think it's Kamara's shown at that level that he's 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 perfect for those games. Um yeah. and I think it will be Lundstrom. I don't think there's any point risking Jack if he's not because of his history. It, it, it's, yeah. it's probably, again it's different to Hollander, it's a different scenario, different type of injury. So um it's better keeping him for the long term. I think he's another fine. one that you'd want back right rather than just getting him back at any cost, isn't it? Yeah, got to just got to be careful he doesn't slip again. Hi, hi, I know, eh? Especially now if uh, our friends are making the decisions. Jesus, man. That was an absolute joke, eh? I'm pretty sure there was a full-scale inquest for a similar thing when it happened the other side of the city. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that wasn't even a book of mental. Um, even I think thing. I agree. I think I agree. I think it'll be Lundstrom and Kamara and... I think earlier on in the season, that would have given me the absolute fear. But I have noticed Kamara sort of playing just that wee touch further up the yeah. pitch than what he was. And I think that could be enough to make the difference that they two can work together. Um, looking at the f- sort of the three then, who, who do you reckon is going to be in there, Gavin? Uh, I know we said we, didn't, we couldn't take much out of the Annan game, but um, the players that weren't there sort of were 
sort of noticeable by their absence. So Arfield, Arabo, Kent, that seems to be his first choice just now. It's worked well in a couple of games. You've got more sort of defensive capabilities with Arfield and Arabo playing in those positions as well. So it's easier to drop to a flat three or you get more protection off that with Arfield. So we're more inclined to think it'll be the flat three and be very surprised if it's anything, anything different. Doug? The sensible head in me tells me that that will be the three, and I'm 99.9% sure that'll be the three, but there's just something that says Sakala on the counter-attack across there could be our best chance of scoring. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a bit of pace. Mm. I think might I think if we go down early or something, I think we'll see Sakala on. Yeah. If we're really going out to score, I think we'll see Sakala on. But yeah. I imagine that he'll probably just play the three, the sensible three, and keep it as tight as possible. But there is part of me that would like to see Sakala getting a chance to, because Dortmund are going to press us hard and they're going yeah. to try to keep us down, up, yeah. keep us in our so, own half. So having Sakala bring them halfway might give them something to think about. See, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I think it will be, as Gavin said, you know, our field, Aribo, Kent. Um, I would love to see Sakala on to have a run at them, but I think our field does quite a lot of knitting together the midfield and the front, you know, the front. And I think if you took him out, yes, you would, you know, potentially be able to hoof balls over the top for Sakala to run at. But I just think you lose that link. And part of me worries that that might see us get overrun in the middle, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it's definitely one that we'll see later on as an option, especially if we're chasing a goal. But I think you're right there, Shug. Um, I just don't see it for the first part of the game. Um, okay, and then I don't even know why I'm asking this. <laughs> Rattle subbed off, hi lads. Big sad, the tad up Yep, big sad. Yeah, we'll put it in then. Hi, hi, sound. Mind you, can you imagine he scores against them as well? That's it on the account. That would be Munich, Real Madrid, Dortmund, but failed to score against Anna. That's an impressive stat. Scored against Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich are top of the Bundesliga, so... That's it. That's (laughs) it. Yeah, he's the man for the job. No, um, but yeah, I'm quite looking forward to it. What what do you think we're going to take out of it, realistically, just before we finish up, Gavin? I I think we just want to be in the tie. It sounds it's not defeatist, but as long as we're in the tie, coming back to Ibrox. Um, Because obviously the they're good going forward. That sort of goes without question. But um, they are well, interestingly, they're I did see um, Holland didn't play this weekend, did yeah, he? They're still he good. If we concede possession, it's one of those things that we've known. It's, it's all with the old firm. If we're, if we're too passive, it, it doesn't right. suit the players that we've got. It, it doesn't yep. suit the players that we've got, and it's and and that's. That's when it could cost us if we don't, if we sit and let them play with too many good players, and it it'll cost us. So we need to not necessarily go all guns blazing, chase them all over the park, but certainly we shouldn't have our centre half stand on the edge of our box. We should at least no, be, no. we should at least be pressing sort of in the middle third. Um I think it's fair to say for our worst performances this season have come from when we have sat too deep. I know. And you've got to hope that Van Bronckhorst is 
I mean, again, as you say, I'm not saying go at them from the off and, you know, throw every man forward, but there's got to be an element of attack in there and press in there. Otherwise, as you say, I think we're going to struggle. What do you think the the score will be? What do you think the score will be? Yes. A goal. I think I'll put a goal in it. Goal in it. We'll see. (laughs) I'm going to set the bets. Yeah, I, I think... I think the first goal, first goal could be could be massive, um, and I think set pieces for us in terms of attacking set pieces could be could be huge. Yeah, but we need to get win the ball in there yeah, yeah. For, to get good ball because we do cause a threat at set pieces. So, um, especially if Hollander plays as well, when you've got Goldson, Hollander, Bassi, um, Arabo, can when you've got. I just can't wait Morelos, to see Morelos and slide in front of the yellow wall, you know? Because uh, you end up, Morelos getting marked by a fullback or a centre mid when you've got three big Aye. defenders yeah. and Arabo. Morelos ends up getting marked by somebody who shouldn't be marking them. So it's worked before and um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. What about yourself, Shug? What do you think we'll see from this? I'm thinking the same. I'd like to see Scoville and Priest and see what we can do. I don't I don't think Dortmund are as good as what they will. But they're still a really good side. Uh, still a really good side, still a top side. But I don't think I think we've shown in Europe over the last few years we've got nothing to fear going there. We've been to some big grounds and did some big teams and got good results away yeah. from them. So but then arguably GVB hasn't done a lot of that. Yeah, but then he's he went to Leon. Well, and I, but yeah. Two police performances have been good. A lot, yeah. lot of, lot of uh, variables, isn't there? Yeah, so I don't think the players are playing, if it's the 11 that we've said, they're all very experienced in Europe. Maybe Barcia sides, maybe not get as much minutes as everybody else, but they're all very experienced in Europe and I don't think it'll certainly not hold any fear and it's not don't think the stadium's I think it's only 10,000 Dortmund yeah, fans limited, it. so yeah. it's yeah. not going to be intimidating as what it might have been so I'd like to see us go over there and put on a show and if we can get away with a one goal defeat I mm. think that keeps the game in the balance for Ibrox the following week so I think um I think 2-1 maybe. I, from what I've seen of them, and it isn't masses to be fair, but from what I have seen, I think their defence is capable of conceding. Um, but like you said, they have got very, very good players. Uh, so I'm going to go 2-1, I think. And hopefully we can do the business in the return leg. Um, okay, well, thanks very much, guys. It's been a pleasure as always. And thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Take care. Bye-bye.